Hello, this is Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Private Wealth. We hope that you're doing well. Today is Friday, July the 10th. Today's podcast will be shorter than usual. We have emailed out a longer mid-year review to our clients today, so if you would like a copy of that review, please message me with your email address and we will send it out. Not a whole lot of insight on the virus, except for that it is not substantially subsiding in the U.S. Cases are still high. In April, the U.S. was averaging approximately over 2,000 deaths per day. That number had dropped to below 1,000 and is now creeping higher, though still under 1,000. Canada has had better numbers in this regard. In April, we were averaging fewer than 200 deaths per day, and that number has been averaging around 25 and lower for some weeks now. Deaths worldwide have been averaging around 4 to 5,000 per day, as in contrast to its highs in April and May of over 6,000. We want to see these numbers get lower. An economist, Brian Westbury, whose commentary I've come to enjoy much, had some interesting insights this week. He has suggested that the odds of another nationwide economic shutdown are very low, and he expects economic data to continue to improve in the weeks and months ahead. On top of this, the total amount of money in savings accounts and money market type instruments is up 25% in the past year, one of the fastest year-over-year rates we have ever seen. You may recall that I alluded to this in an earlier podcast that money market globally has grown to $5 trillion US dollars, the highest ever. With this flood of new money and an improvement in economic data, equity markets should continue to rise. Brian goes on further to state that contrary to some views, we do not think the equity market is overvalued. He further states that many feel as if the world is falling apart, and we are certainly dealing with a series of issues that are causing uncertainty. However, it's important to remember history. In the Civil War, the U.S. lost 620,000 soldiers, 2% of the population, which would be equivalent of more than 6 million people today. World War I, World War II, and the Spanish flu were devastating. Yet in every case, the United States and the world continued to prosper. We are completely aware of this history and the belief of many that this time is different. But we will get back to normal. It may not happen immediately, but it will happen. Competition among states, provinces, countries, businesses, and everyday people to grow and enjoy life will push everyone to realize that we can't truly stop a virus. Just like 9-11, people will fly again. They already are. They will go to restaurants again and sporting events and theaters, but it will take some time. Those expecting a complete V-shaped recovery for the economy will end up disappointed. These first few months will look like a V, but then things will grow more slowly unless we get a widely distributed vaccine. We may not see 5%, 4%, or lower unemployment rates again until 2022 or 2023, maybe longer. Day by day, week by week, month by month, progress will be made. We remain hopeful, we have history on our side, and we will remain bullish on equities. Companies like the rest of us are adapting. They are figuring out how to limit losses and grow in this uncertain time. They too will emerge stronger when this storm has passed. This week, Finance Minister of Canada Bill Marneau gave a fiscal update. As I'm sure you've read, Canada and all of the developed world is issuing a lot of new debt to pay for the pandemic benefits. Minister Marneau pointed to two benefits though. First, Ottawa's debt servicing charges for the current 2020-2021 fiscal year will drop by $4.3 billion from the level that was projected in December of 2019, 
despite almost $470 billion of new borrowing. You may ask how. Simply, a result of falling interest rates on short and long-term bonds. Second, the government is looking to lock in those benefits by nearly doubling the proportion of its borrowing that comes from long-term debt. Longer term means Ottawa will continue to enjoy savings even when the economy begins to recover and puts upward pressure on interest rates. This is akin to you having a million dollar mortgage at a three and a quarter percent interest rate and then drawing a further $500,000 and refinancing the whole mortgage at 2%. You effectively drop your payments by approximately 8% and have $500,000 extra to spend or invest. This is what the governments are doing, issuing more debt at sub 1% rates and injecting money into the system. This usually implies growth into the future, but could also encourage inflation. We will talk about this phenomenon and the growth of debt in a future podcast. I wanted to thank one of our clients who sent the following note. The podcasts are short as I fit them in during my lunch break. Also, they are not filled with more information than I can absorb. I've heard other financial reports, and they go on and on, much like visiting a museum. You want to get to the information and enjoy what you learn, but sometimes I get a serious case of MEGO, M-E-G-O, which means my eyes glaze over, and then she has a happy face. Your podcasts are not like that, and they always have a positive spin to them. Thanks, Helen, for those remarks. As always, please get in touch with us for any discussions regarding your financial plans and investments. My number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's is 416-709-7879. To close, here's my corny joke of the week. How did the barber win a race? She knew a shortcut. Signing off for the both of us, Austin Khan and I, have a great weekend. Hello. Hello. Well, I finally got a professional haircut this week. Kind of sad to see some of that length go. Also sad is that I had to find a new barber. My previous barber decided to hang it up and retire. He was over 65 and used to cut my hair with a razor blade. He used old school Italian techniques. Nino was awesome and I will miss his haircuts. Happy for his retirement, though under extenuating circumstances with the pandemic and him wanting to look after his wife more. She was a bit sick, but has been getting better. Nino and I will be getting together for some espresso soon. Have a wonderful weekend. Weather is still hot. Be well.